0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, patriots, libertarians, and those who like to volunteer their time to do what is right. You are listening to Live Free Now Radio with your hosts Jason Rake and John Bush. We are the guys.
1: We are the guys. 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 The guys who are putting out the truth when the guardians of the truth are no longer doing their job you can live
0: free or you can die hard we live in an age where you can't grow veggies in your own yard governed by a bunch of blowhards and never mind the right to go with you own without id cards all the station pack downs portal scanner x-rays from the airways next to rail trains then your own cars with a robot in the seat can make sure you're weak before you go far soon there will be Smart cars for freedom, American slaves, we live in no in drama, yes this is real life, I wish I could have said this to my friends in 99, they would have said I'm insane, but now we're all enslaved, until we break these chains and open up their waves, fight evil revelations, free the media and free your nation, you are now listening, delivery on your station.
2: Yeah, you're tuned into the Live Free Now Radio Show. Getting hip, cutting edge, trying to create a free society, a more free and prosperous society. That's why we're bringing you the news, views, and tools you can use to do just that. Every Saturday from two to three p.m., John Bush, Jason Rink, Live Free Now Radio Show. Check out LiveFreeNowRadio.com for the podcast, and of course, here in Central Texas, you can hear us on 98.9 The Big Talker, and you can also check out our podcast on the LRN.FN, FM Loop. And we we're We're just a couple of guys trying to bring you, again, a libertarian message in a consistent and concise fashion so you can uh, be awakened, uplifted, and, you know, learn all the beauty of freedom, personal responsibility. We don't need a government to run our lives, especially when they operate on big guns and big force and all
3: that good stuff. So, John Bush here, Jason Rink, how you doing? Man, I'm doing well, John. 2011? 2011, it's not the year of freedom. 2012 will be when Rick Perry becomes the president of the United States of America. He'll save us all. Well, you know, we can uh, rest assured that this nation will turn around, however, because Rick Perry, as we speak, is in a time of prayer and fasting for our nation's condition.
2: I feel wealthier already.
3: And uh, I feel blessed. (laughs) By Rick Perry. Rick Perry... uh, you know, I have heard, now it's been said, the official word is, is this is not a political agenda. It's a salvation agenda led by Rick Perry with 30,000 people gathered at a large, you know, arena. A prayer rally. In, uh, in Houston. Now, I do want to just say, I'm down with prayer. Former pastor speaking here, current Jesus following kind of guy. Uh, I've read a few Bible verses in my day. And I, I'm all about praying for the condition of this nation. You've written a book, too, on Christian. I do. I have a book called uh, Disciple of Liberty, Seven Priorities of a Christian Patriot, in fact. But what I do also know is that uh, the Bible specifically talks about how the hypocrites tend to pray and fast in public so that all the world can see. And the righteous actually do it in their closet, where it's something between them and in God and where God really honors that humble prayer rather than the showy pageantry uh, that, you know, I, I don't want to predict or say that I know Rick Perry's heart here, but a guy who's basically a career politician for the last 20 years or however long he has been, you know, this guy is uh, gearing up for 2012. And it just, this kind of makes me sick. I got to tell you, just got to be honest with you. It just seems like a real outward way of trying to sort of appeal to this christian conservative based as he's launching this campaign and and that's what kind of bothers me about it i got to be honest with you today
2: what about uh, maybe we could write an article or you know come up with some uh, some banners and some some protest posters but basically outlining the sins of rick perry <laughs> I hear, we might have a, my buddy Robert Mora on the show. He's got a lot of stories about some infidelity, actually. I'm not going to go further on that subject. But additionally, the way that the DPS is ran, which he oversees here in Texas, they do a lot of immoral things. They rough up a lot of innocent, peaceful people. And then all the deception and lies and, and fraud and backdoor money slinging with the Trans-Texas Corridor and the Dot, This guy's a sinner. And yeah, you're right. That's well, totally, he's so, a hypocrite.
3: And, and, and aren't we all? But the question of the matter is, is I think a public repentance. For wanting to pass executive orders demanding uh, Gardasil vaccines uh, for eleven and twelve year old girls, I'm down with a public repentance rally for some politicians, <laughs> and I'm 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 down with politicians gathering in public asking God to forgive them for the way that they've destroyed this nation and they've led it down a path of of destruction financially and even morally. Uh, we don't have leaders who stand up for uh, genuine beliefs of liberty and mm-hmm. freedom and prosperity in this nation anymore. And so that that's what I'm a little bit fired up about. It's it, George
2: John. W. all over again, if you ask me.
3: Exactly. And so, hey, if we want to have another George W., which conservatives I'm speaking to you out there, it was George W. that gave us Obama because it's the rejection of what Bush was, you know, across the board. And now Obama's basically just furthered many of the policies of the Bush administration. He's mm-hmm. been an Obama the third, or a, a Bush the third, excuse me, in many regards. Obviously, the social agenda, he's expanded that in a in a much bigger way with, with health care and and his spending has, has outpaced Bush. Bush was the biggest spender before Obama. Let's be clear about that. So now, let's go ahead and cure this whole situation by throwing the closest thing to a George W. Bush back in the White House. Yeah. So that we can essentially have four terms of Bush. Yeah. Just back to back to back to back.
2: (laughs) Makes a lot of sense, folks. Uh, Yeah, we got a big jam-packed show today. We're going to be interviewing Pasha Roberts coming up in the second and third segments. He is the producer and director and the brainchild behind the Silver Circle movie, which is this great radical movie coming out about uh, it's a future dystopian future futuristic society whereby the Federal Reserve has engulfed the entire government here in the United States, maybe in the of the entire world. And there's a ragtag crew of radical activists Activists that are spreading and selling and using silver to trade. Silver, of course, has been outlawed in this future because sound money is an enemy of the Federal Reserve. But before we get to that uh, interview coming up after the next break, we want to chat about some news headlines. And it's rare that we get to break these big news headlines here on the Live Free Now radio show because it's it's on a Saturday, so we're kind of playing catch-up with the week's headlines. But just yesterday, I'm sure you've heard, uh, if you're paying attention at all to what's going on with the economy, the S&P downgraded its U.S. credit rating to a a plus i've seen headlines that say a AA-, a minus but i'm I've, I've seen more that say a AA- a Plus. So, uh, yeah, there you go. S&P, that's that's a pretty major deal. And of course, this is all on the uh, piggybacking with Obama signing this debt agreement, which really didn't do anything whatsoever. They got a harsh criticism of a lack of uh, cutting spending and a lack of really reining in this deficit. They want to do like a 10, 10 year program, some weak, weak, weak nonsense. And now we're going to pay for it.
3: Well, and I think we can identify a pattern here. Okay. Yeah. 2008, here's what we heard from Washington pass the bank bailouts or we are gonna have financial Armageddon we'll never recover we're going down we got to pass this and martial what law on the streets they that's say. right that's right so they passed it right okay that happened then it was pass the stimulus if we don't pass the stimulus we'll have nine percent unemployment. We can't have 9% unemployment. It would be we got to pass a stimulus. What do we do? Pass a stimulus. What do we get? 9% unemployment. Mm-hmm. So now we have this debt ceiling argument. And what was the argument about? We got to raise the debt ceiling. If we don't raise the debt ceiling, we're going to default. We're going to be downgraded. Our credit rating's going down. So what happens? We we get the debt ceiling passed <laughs> which gives the ability for Washington to continue to spend really mm-hmm. up through 2013. They don't have to deal with it in the 2012 election, I believe. And what happens? We're downgraded. So, I think it's 0-3 for the credibility of the federal government and the politicians up there to predict uh, how their policies are going to affect or save us. We have no messiahs up there, people. What about Rick Perry? Well, Rick Perry's praying to the messiah right now, and we'll see... If Jesus himself answers, Uh, but uh, I don't know if, uh, if Jesus is listening to Rick Perry (laughs) right now, but you know what, you righteous folks out there and you who see through this ruse of left, right, uh, you know, big money politics, chicanery, and you understand that we are in the midst of a true crisis of, of epic proportions here in this nation, I encourage you to turn and pray to your God and ask him to spare us from the destruction that we have reaped and we're reaping upon ourselves from decades of, of recklessness.
2: Yep, dec- decades of ignoring it and, and, and abrogating responsibility to some government that we think is acting in, in our best interest. So yeah, people turn to God, turn to your family, turn to your local community, turn to silver. Amen. And I would encourage you to turn to Capital Coin & Bullion here in Central Texas if you want to check them out. They actually are carrying silver and at, we don't know what the market's going to do when it opens on Monday, but I can guarantee whatever happens to silver, even if it shoots down from manipulation, which might have happened uh, right after the debt ceiling passed, uh, after they passed that bill, uh, you can bet your bottom dollar that it's definitely going to continue to be a uh, appreciating investment. Even though it's not really appreciating, it's just that the dollar's going down, so the silver looks like it's going up. But check out Capital Coin & Bullion. That's capital with an A, coinandbullion.com, and they'll definitely get you set up with all your silver needs, all your gold needs. You can call them at 512-371-5884. And, you know, you got to have your gold, your grains, and your guns. They are selling ammo now, folks. I picked some up for myself. That's definitely something that's going to come in handy, uh, considering the potential economic collapse that uh, is impending. This is the Live Free Now radio show. Always encouraging you to live free now. Protect yourself. Protect your family. We'll be right back with an interview from Pasha Roberts of the Silver Circle movie. Stick around. John Bush here with the Live Free Now radio show and I want to introduce you to Pure Rain Bottled Rainwater. I just love their smooth and clean, refreshing bottled water. Unlike many of the competitors, pure rain bottled water does not contain chemical byproducts like chlorine, fluoride, chloroform, metals, pesticides, and herbicides. Not pure rain. It's the most residue-free bottled water on the market. The reason is because it's not lake water, it's not tap water, and it's not spring water. It's real rain, captured before it even touches the ground and purified with reverse osmosis. The result is the most clean water that you have ever tasted. It's great for everyone. For babies, it's the absolute preferred choice for reconstituting formula because it's completely fluoride-free. Pure Rain is found at Whole Foods, Central Market, Brave New Books, and the People's Pharmacy here in Austin. Pure Rain is the absolute standard in drinking water purity. Don't take our word for it. Check out purerainusa.com to learn more. Taste the cleanliness. Once you've tried it, you won't be satisfied with anything else. That's purerainusa.com.
1: You know the constitution like the back of your hand. Welcome
2: back. Welcome back to the Live Free Now radio show, living free on a daily basis, trying to create a libertarian oasis whereby individuals can live according to their own ends without any big bullies coming, kicking their door down and protecting them from themselves when they never asked for the help in the first place. That's what it's all about, folks. Live Free Now Radio Show. Jason Rink, John Bush. we got a great interview lined up right now with uh, Pasha Roberts. He's the director, creator, producer of the Silver Circle movie. But before we go to him, I just want to give you an invite for those of you here in Central Texas, for those of you listening all across the country. The Nullify Now Tour will be stopping in Kansas City on August 20th. In Kansas City, Missouri, uh, to do its thing. Me and Jason have been a big part, uh, big sponsors, one of the sponsors of this show, myfreesociety.com, the foundation for a free society. Uh, they've been the one of the, pre- the primary sponsors of the entire tour. And uh, this one definitely is going to be a great one out in Kansas City. Tracy Ward of Liberty Restoration Project will be emceeing it. Uh, Jason and I will be there. So for those of you in Central Texas, for those of you listening in Missouri, Kansas area, and the Midwest, you definitely want to check this out. They've all been great successes with lots of great information and some really powerful speakers. So if you want to learn more More about nullification, the Tenth Amendment, and the importance of decentralized authority. Check out NullifyNow.com or come to the event August 20th, 2011.
3: And as a nice segue, speaking of an interview about a movie and nullification, we are actually producing a movie, aren't we, John? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. NullificationMovie.com. You can go check that out. There is a great uh, five-minute trailer gives you an idea of what the movie is about, Mm about nullification, all of the great people who are in that film. We're in the midst of post-production right now, and we do want to encourage you to check that out as well. Uh, There's a lot going on in the world of media Mm -hmm. and uh, creative individuals who are spreading the word of liberty.
2: Yep, yep. Through uh, movies, it's a wonderful uh, format and a wonderful medium to get the message out there. And there's a very powerful message being told by the Silver Circle movie, which is currently in production to be released soon. And that's why we've brought you Pasha Roberts to get you uh, tuned in with what's going on here and also educate you a little bit about the importance of sound money, especially as we see the government continuing to grow more and more powerful. Pasha, thanks for coming on. How are you doing today?
4: I'm doing great. I'm uh, a little jealous that you get to be down there in Austin, but uh, it's uh, we're... Uh... It's, I'm glad to be on the show with you, and uh, excited to uh, you know chat about all this.
2: Well, we've had 50 consecutive days of 100 plus heat, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know how uh, how jealous you ought to be. But it's a beautiful city down here, and we'd love to have you down. And whenever the movie's released, we'd love to put together a screening. I think that would be a, a great idea. Why don't you start by telling us what this movie's all about? What it inspired? Uh, what inspired you to produce it? What the storyline is looking like?
4: Yeah, sure, totally. It's um. Basically, it's um, unlike, um, you know, I like the nullification and the, um, the, the documentaries that give the facts about stuff. This is different from that, though. This is actually a story. It's actually a thriller romance. So it's, you know, got car chases and explosions, and then there's a, like, you know, this whole uh, story wrapped up um, built around the, the ideas. Uh, and the story is set in 2019, it's a heavy economic collapse. Um, it's been happening faster than we anticipated since we started the movie a couple of years ago, but, but basically the whole collapses, you know, at a very bad state by 2019. And there's a bunch of rebels, our heroes that are fighting back against this overgrown federal reserve.
3: It sounds like a documentary to me so far. (laughs) Unfortunately,
4: No, well, go we, ahead. Have, we make it. We definitely make it worse. I mean, it's, you know, there's a, the um, the Federal Reserve has taken over all the banks. At that point, they've taken over entire tracts of houses. Oh wow! Uh, people are starting to talk about now, but they are buying and forcing people out of houses to expand and contract the housing supply so that wow. they can, you know, control and "quote unquote" stabilize housing su- prices. but oh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But there's stuff. You know, if you're economics wonk like me, you'll find stuff like that in there, but. The design of this is really um, not that it's it's really um, a you know a, a fun cool story about you know this Federal Reserve investigator chasing down these rebels and learning a lot about stuff you know it's a romance so it gets complicated but yes. uh, but we're just trying to make a fun story so that you know uh, people that aren't already into this stuff can get exposed to it and learn something.
3: yeah it's that's great because what is necessary is ways to sort of, get people who are uninitiated in these ideas. I mean, those of us who study and read about economics and like, you know, do it in our spare time, we're kind of weird and we're kind of a rare breed. <laughs> and what we need to do is we need to throw some, uh, you know, relationships and car chases and explosions in. I'm serious. <laughs> Make it sexier. That's a, yeah. I think it's a great idea because um, this is really a story that connects and should connect with average everyday people.
4: Yeah, no, it's a fun, I mean, you don't, have to know anything about the Fed to have a great time with the movie. It's just some random bad guy, mm-hmm, you know, right. and then they, if they research it, they'll find out, hey, this bad guy is for real. You know, there is this secretive private bank that controls the world's money supply. Um, but it, it, it's really um, not anything... Uh, we're trying not... You know, there is a couple very short interrupted speeches inside the movie, but there's... We're trying not to make it like, you know, Ayn Rand and the 78-page radio <laughs> right. speech but, um, nice but uh, th- but that's our evil plan basically um and we we um you know are in addition to marketing out at um all kinds of different precious metals places and libertarian places um we go into a lot of media type of events you know we go to comic book conferences we're at south by southwest actually yeah i actually
3: right saw uh megan down here i believe yeah i ran a her at south by southwest here so that was really cool
4: yeah we had there. a great time there uh, we hope to win it next year. We're submitting. So, nice. So we're going to take the festival.
3: Yeah, right on. That's awesome. <laughs>
2: Let's chat about uh, the, the movie. You know, It's not a, a, a motion picture uh, with, with actors in, in, in real life. You guys do some really high-quality uh, digital work, and it, it's, it's rendered graphics, but uh, you use a really unique way of recording it, where you'll have your own little studio there, and everything's done with human actors. Can you tell us about that?
4: Yeah, sure. I mean, we... Um, Basically it's, it's 3d animation, but it's not really cartoony. It's not, um, like kid stuff. It's, it's sort of has this highly saturated, it looks a lot like scanner darkly, although we use a different Mm. technology, Sure, but it's, um, kind of, uh, you know, um, unreal colors in certain places. It's not totally freaky, but it's, it's really interesting to watch. And, and there's a nice variety of sort of sets in there. Um, and, uh, you know, we did it did that for a couple reasons part of it is just to kind of create a little distance from current reality just because what's going on is a little bit more extreme uh, you know part of it is budget it, just in terms of you know you, you know we're trying to put this movie together on a really small budget um, or a medium small budget I think that our budget is like 1.6 million and uh, you know we, we, we're not going to be buying helicopter shots and mm-hmm you know, getting people to go around real guns and that kind of a thing. So we did the whole thing inside of our, our studio and, you know, and with 3D software and people are, you know, usually they're using squirt guns and, you know, things that um, are the right shape, but then we changed it out for the real gun later.
2: Nice. Nice. Yeah, I got to uh, meet you up uh, at Porkfest and y'all right. did a little preview screening up there. What, what was the uh, reception like? That
4: was Great show man. Uh, I, I was, uh, that was uh, one of the funnest shows we've had yet. Um, but it was uh, yeah we, we've you know we've been working on this since um, well we started bumping ideas at the very beginning of two thousand nine, um, actually a little before then, but the script really didn't come together and really get cemented down till mid last year, and since then we've been you know in the serious heavy production. Um, And at this point, most of the shots are like at 80% of the way done. Uh, And we took about three minutes of the film where Zoe leads Jay through the rebel headquarters um, and took that up to almost final quality. There's some minor things missing. um, And showed that to the pork Porkfessors because that's that's our real core audience. And and that was a lot of fun. I mean, so people got to see what the movie's really going to look like. Um, You know, if we were farther ahead, you could have seen the whole movie, but... In this case, um, you just get a, you know, there's a three-minute taste of it. Um, but, the, you know, it was a, well, you were there. It was a, it was a wild audience, you know. It was a, a lot of fun.
3: Well, and and I've, uh, you know, produced a couple of animated pieces myself, short pieces. And most people don't realize how long it can take to produce, you know, just even a couple of seconds of, of high-quality animated uh, video.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah, every frame of video, and there's 24 frames a second, is uh, 80 80 megabytes of file that (laughs) can take, you know, minutes to render. Yep. Um, And that's just, you know, the rendering on a farm of computers, but then there's, you know, months of work to kind of get all the stuff. And you have to create reality from the ground up. You can't take anything for granted.
3: Right. So. Mm -hmm. uh, well, so uh, we are uh, getting ready to move into a break, but you are so you are in your your post production. Uh, you're still trying to pull together um, some funding as well to just make sure that you can get this out. I mean, you guys have really been out there pretty hard I've seen uh-huh. you guys everywhere good good and uh, you know so but so is that kind of where you're at you're sort of in this like the last stage is you need to pull together some production funds and just get some things finished up so you can get into some festivals that are around the corner
4: yeah I mean we're submitting to Sundance in September and submitting to South by Southwest um, those are two top ten festivals and following right after that um, probably right after South by Southwest we're planning a um, 15 city theater release and so we're You know, eager to get support for that. Um, We're going to do it no matter what. But, um, you know, the more we get, the better uh, theaters we're going to get. Well, well,
3: hang on to that thought. We'll be right back after this break. This is Live Free Now. We've got Pasha Roberts with SilverCircleMovie.com.
2: Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Live free, now. Live free Now, radio.com Big supporters of sound money, and we are staunch opponents of the United States Federal Reserve System, which has the ability to create money and credit out of thin air. It has a monopoly on uh, the provision of the U.S. dollar. And whenever money is created out of thin air through the Federal Reserve, uh, we're effectively taxed for it through interest, not to mention the inflation tax. They create more money, and the money that you have and the money that you have in your bank and in your wallet ends up being worth less. So, the money comes out of nowhere, but really, they're stealing the value from you because supply and demand kicks in, and the more dollars they print, the less dollars, uh, the less your dollars are worth. But one of the really cool things that I really appreciate, because. Uh, You know, you guys aren't just making this movie and educating people by watching the movie, but up there at Porkfest, uh, y'all were actually, you know, fighting the Federal Reserve, you know, rebels in real life, uh, y'all had these little silver circles, you know, from the movie, uh, one-tenth ounce little silver circles, people could trade in their ounces, and... Once I found out about it, I had already uh you guys had already given them all away or traded them all, but I actually received several of them uh from the vendor booth that we were doing down there. So I got it. He wanted the one of them here in my hand right here. It's got y'all's cool little symbol there, the silver circle symbol and then information on the back. What's this little project all about? You guys are actually putting some silver out there in uh in circulation to compete with the Federal Reserve note.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's well, you know, it's not um Marked with dollar signs or any you know anything that makes it look conf- um, you know um, like any kind of U.S. currency. It's just a round piece of silver, but it's a um, but it's definitely a place as a port fest, that kind of thing. I mean, that was the alternate currency there. I mean, there's a lot of vendors. Just uh, there were vendors there who wouldn't even take dollars. Nice. Reserve notes. They would only take silver. Um, and uh, you know the the tenth ounce is really good. I mean, when we started this movie silver was like 18 or something <laughs> um, and I remember being upset when it went to nineteen and I wasn't concerned I was concerned to being gypped when I was buying you know a big bunch of silver and oh man um, you know at this point we had to go to the tenth just so that there's a divisible amount if somebody wanted to buy a hot dog or a cup of coffee um, you know we figured this was a good amount for it definitely um, but it's uh, we've gotten really pretty close with a lot of the silver community in the process of doing this because we, you know, the rebels make their own silver money in the movies. So this is like product placement. And we got to learn a lot about what it's like inside of a refinery, what it's like inside of a mint. Uh, Those are great people, man. I mean, those are really, really good people. Um, You know, Jim Pavlakis is our mentor in California, Um, just a great libertarian mentor guy. He's one of the few people that can make those little 10-ounce ones that it's hard to get them that
2: small. Yeah, they look great. They look like uh, little silver dimes, but they're one-tenth of an ounce, so they're actually worth more than the silver dime, which is only 90% silver. But yeah, they were all being exchanged. People were exchanging goods and services for them. It was a beautiful thing. What is it that got you, uh, I imagine that you were uh, in, into films and, and, and producing movies and, and uh, doing the, the graphic animation stuff before you found out about the Federal Reserve? Or were you a uh, you know an Austrian economist, uh, opponent of the Federal Reserve beforehand? And, and if not, what is it that uh, got you educated on the ideas of sound money and, and the threat uh, the Federal Reserve has to our freedoms?
4: Yeah, it's actually more the latter. I mean, I my undergrad degree was in economics and then I got a degree in finance after that um and started doing work on how to visualize finance and how to show mm-hmm. what's going on in finance in three D and started this animation company to try to figure that stuff out and basically with the I mean and about five years ago, I guess with the last election we started getting just pissed off at the level of economic discourse that was going on between the candidates. I mean, either side, either side really got it, or at least if they got it, they weren't talking about it, right? Uh, and so we switched over from finance over to economics to much more macro issues. And, you know, and then when this thing, you know, when this crash happened, it was, I just thought this was going to be the mother of all stories, you know, not the 2008 crash, which is small compared to what is pent up. Uh, we we might just be starting to see the beginning of the real thing coming on now. But, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. It's, um, but we, um, you know, but that kind of, lead. you know, I, I knew all about banking and finance and all that kind of stuff, but this, you know, but the, uh, you know, researching all the rest of this kind of takes you down the rabbit hole in terms of uh, Federal Reserve and where it comes from and, you know, what it actually does. And uh, it's, it's not well appreciated. Um, it's, a lot more well appreciated now as, to, as to, thanks to ron paul that 's taken off right mm-hmm.
3: well, you know it's interesting you say that because you know I spent ten years in the world of finance. I was actually a, a VP at JP Morgan Chase uh, for a time uh, while I was simultaneously giving speeches at audit the Fed and then the Fed rallies so uh, but the bottom line is is you know you get up into the high ranks of American finance and the ignorance regarding how money actually works, how the Federal Reserve actually works, all of this stuff is really astounding. Uh, People who are—it's their job to be involved in this whole money and banking system. They don't even know what this is all about.
4: Yeah, it's—I mean, I think sometimes some conspiracy theories give too much of credence to um, control. I mean, they give too—you know, they, they make it feel like people control things uh, you know, that there's some elite control of things that much. There's just a lot of, especially in the high to middle levels of all this, there's right. just a lot of ignorance or a lot mm-hmm. of not thinking about this. I, I've argued with the finance people for years about, like, what about the Federal Reserve? Don't you think if you know, interest rates weren't so low, none of this would be happening? And, you know, they look at you like you're crazy.
3: Right, exactly. Well, yeah. and, you know, so the truth of the matter is, is the audience that I think is going to be most receptive to the work that that you're doing that the silver circle movie is going to reach is is the fresh minds of the youth who are open to these ideas and they see their future collapsing before their eyes they see ge- two generations of americans that have sort of you know leveraged this country to the hilt and now mm-hmm. the the bills come and due and so i think you've crafted this movie so it'll appeal f- to those who are most ready to receive it
4: well i hope so i mean i mean i certainly the um I'm all for sort of preaching to the choir and that's good and movie'll be fun for people that know about silver and all that but you know a lot you know half our marketing goes out to comic book conventions and to people in the animation world and all that you know and it's just a badass story about people fighting the man yeah and uh, you know we're just trying to direct them towards who the man is in this case I mean we don't even name who the president is. It doesn't matter right. in the movie. It's, it's quite intentional. It's sort of like, who cares? You know, We have a fellow reserve and going up for uh, chairman for life in the movie, though. So.
2: What can people do if they want to support uh, uh, the Silver Circle movie and getting it out and getting out in a full production and getting it out there, the message?
4: Well, the best thing to do right now is to follow us. I mean, you know, we're at silvercirclemovie.com. That's silvercirclemovie.com. There's an awful lot going on online. Um, we've got a very active blog at silverunderground.com. Uh, there's a mailing list, which you, if you get on the mailing list, you'll learn about where and when we're screening the movie. Um, you can vote for what city you want to be in. Um, Austin is definitely on the list. It's got um, It's great for movies. It's great for the politics. It's great for everything. And uh, the food is really good, so I'm looking forward to going down there.
2: Right. Great, yeah. The food's good. The people are good, and the climate's well. It's a great place to be, and I think we'll be able to to get a really good turnout uh, for this event. What about these little one tenth ounces? Do you guys have these still uh, for sale on your website or anything?
4: Yeah, we're actually selling them through Del Valley Silver. So um, Karen over there is selling them, and also we have full ounce ones too. So um, if you want really the full bullion, um, you know, then that's um, you can get those as well. Uh, and so if you go to our website and hit store, you'll get a link right over to where you can get those, as well as all the t-shirts and everything else, um, bumper stickers. So there's a lot of little pieces on there. Um, but, uh, you know, and if you, and if you would like to help us out, you know, please donate, or if you make a huge donation, you know, call me up and, um, talk to me or we're totally up for it. But, uh, you know, the, uh. The main thing we're doing is uh, at this stage of is this, of the of post production is finishing the movie, making it as great as we can, and building up the audience as big as we can, and try to get the buzz going. It's uh, um, there's so much going on with the Fed now than we ever would have imagined. Definitely. Yeah, it,
2: a lot of people point back to the Fed being enemy number one, and one of the reasons why is because it has the infinite ability to create the the financing for a lot of really scary programs, and war being one of them. Of course, the Federal Reserve Bank and central banks from Western Europe have have been responsible and, and enabled all these nasty, brutal things. So it's definitely important work that you're doing, and we want to thank you for coming on the show. Maybe you could just toss out the website one more time.
4: Sure, absolutely, man. It's uh SilverCircleMovie.com, SilverCircleMovie.com. Great. Uh, so check us out. Um, we'll be in theaters everywhere. Um, we're going to start doing releases this fall and, and following in after that. So.
2: Excellent. Uh, Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate
4: it. All right. Well, I appreciate your work too. It's a great show, and um, you know, and uh, you know, kudos for your hard work. I know it's a lot of work.
2: Thanks, Pasha. Have a good one.
4: Okay. Talk to you later.
2: There you go, folks. A Silver Circle movie. That's Pasha Roberts, the producer, creator, director. Uh, it's going to be a great movie. We look forward to, to having hosting it down t- down here in Austin. We'll definitely bring you uh, all the details for that. I want to give a quick shout out before we go to the break to uh, one of our sponsors, Brave New Bookstore, down on 1904 Guadalupe Street. That's bravenewbookstore.com, your source for all sorts of good suppressed books, DVDs. They also have Enterfood, Berkey Water Filters, Cal uh, Pure Soaps, and all sorts of goodies that you can go in there so you can be staying natural and fresh. Check them out, 1904 Guadalupe Street. Say hello to Harlan. Tell them Lit Free Now, saying, this is a Brave New Bookstore, uh, bravenewbookstore.com. NewBookstore.com. The Live Free Now Radio Show. On the other side of this break, we'll be bringing you too much government news. Yeah. Hey, Mister Music, you sure sound good to me. Hey, Jason, did you know that the dollar of today is worth only three cents compared to the dollar of nineteen thirteen?
3: Yeah, I heard that same thing. Why is that?
2: Well, in 1913, the Federal Reserve Bank was created and given the power to create infinite money
3: out of thin air. Oh, so the more dollars that are created, the less my dollars are worth. Isn't that what inflation is? Precisely. So what's a guy to do? Well, Jason, for the past year, I've been buying
2: silver, and i got to tell you, it's one of the best investments I've ever made. I'm sold. Tell me where I can get this silver. Well, I go to Capital Coin & Bullion. It's located on 7304 Burnett Road, right next to the Ichiban Sushi and just south of Genie Car Wash. They always have great deals on silver, gold, and rare coins of all sorts. Can I call them to get more information? You sure can. You can contact Capital Coin & Bullion at 512-371-5884.
3: Ask for Chatter Becky. So that's 512-371-5884. That's correct. Well, I'm going to stick it to the Federal Reserve. I'm going to Capital Coin and Bullion today. Be sure to tell them Live Free Now Sencha." Attention, Big Talker listeners.
4: Want to get the real information on the agenda behind the Obama administration's policies? Brave New Books, Austin's own fiercely independent bookstore, has the resources
3: you need to understand the Federal Reserve, international banking, and the forces behind President Obama. Brave New Books is located a block south of UT at 1904 Guadalupe Street. Contact us at 480-2503 or at bravenewbookstore.com. Jason Rink and John Bush here to introduce you to a brand new sponsor of the Live Free Austin radio show, Enterfood. Yeah, Jason, Enterfood
2: is a powder mix of various green superfoods which utilizes all natural and organic ingredients in order to provide you the boost of energy you need to make it through the day.
3: That's right, with ingredients like organic spirulina, organic chlorella, and organic barley and wheatgrass, you're sure to catch a buzz on life after drinking this mix. Best of all, it's made with non heated ingredients, it's
2: gluten free and caffeine free, so you'll get the best. Of what nature has to offer. No funny genetically modified nonsense.
3: So check out Enterfood.com or call 1 866 762 9238 to learn more about this green superfood powder and also check out their other invigorating health mixes and coffees. That's right, Enterfood isn't the only thing
2: in the Health Botanicals lineup. You got to check out the organic coconut powder and organic skincare lines. Go ahead and give it a try. Call 1 866 762 9238
3: or visit Enterfood.com today tell them Live Free Austin sent you.
2: Welcome back to the show. Live Free Now. Rocking and rolling, moving and grooving. Check out the website, livefreenowradio.com. Also check out uh, some of our sponsors' websites like the Foundation for Free Society, myfreesociety.com, and a new sponsor, silvercirclemovie.com. I want to thank everybody for making this show Possible and allowing us to bring this radical freedom message to the airwaves here in Austin and the podcast, of course, which again is found at livefreenowradio.com. dot I'd encourage you to go check out all the old podcasts; it's got a lot of great shows uh, in the in the ringer, and a lot of them are at informative, educational. If you get one that you like, feel free to send it to your family and friends. We got a a, a good message in a nice, uh, uh, simple way that's non threatening. So we hope that you appreciate that. But speaking of threatening. It seems as if the city of Austin is threatening free and peaceful people once again. This week's edition of Too Much Government News, which is brought to you by Enterfood. That's E-N-E-R food dot com. It's a super green food powder drink. I drink it every morning in place of coffee, and it gets me a nice little buzz and gets me going for the day, and it's also good for your health and good for uh, your immune system as well. So check out Enterfood; They have a, a great lineup of uh, foods. They just recently started a, uh, a food storage program where they got this big pail. It's called Survive to Thrive, and you can see that at InnerHealthBotanicals.com. It's E-N-E-R, InnerHealthBotanicals.com, and basically it's full of all sorts of good beans and goodies and food. It's all completely organic, so. So, in the unlikely uh, event that the poo does not hit the fan, uh, you'll be able to just crack open this survive-to-thrive pail and, and have some meals for your family. So, definitely want to check that out. We want to give, give them a big thanks. They're a big supporter of the show. So, this is uh, the Too Much Government News segment sponsored by Enterfood.
0: Too Much Government News.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We're kicking it local once again. Last week, uh, we brought to you uh, the story about Mayor Lee Leffingwell, a.k.a. Mayor Lee Laughingwell, a.k.a. Mayor Lee Laughingstock, the city (laughs) of Austin mayor. He's an old-timer. He uh, was working to ban plastic bags, you know, and uh, that was at a Thursday council meeting a few days ago. And they went ahead and passed it, and they included information to try to ban the brown paper bags as well. Uh, I wasn't able to speak to the council, but I wanted to tell them it's a ban on single-use plastic bags, and I use my bags from the grocery store all the time for multitude of uses. What about you, Rink?
3: Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I've got a whole stack of, you know, plastic bags under my sink in this container I have that's specifically designed to store your plastic bags, and I use those for then garbage bags, use them in my car, whatever. And uh, I'm not going to say that I get more than two uses out of them normally, but Mm. I get more than one use. Now, wait, you said they're trying to ban paper bags, too?
2: That's what they want to do. They're looking into banning paper bags as well, so everybody will be forced to bring these reusable— I'm going to have to carry a tote bag everywhere.
3: I think the tote manufacturing lobby is behind (laughs) this. This is all coming very clear. Uh,
2: The Federal Reserve's probably involved somehow, too. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Uh, There was uh, the plastic bag. uh, A plastic bag manufacturing company from Houston drove all the way to City of Austin to participate in the city council hearing. And it ended up not even finishing until like 11 o'clock. So they had to take a bus back. But this guy was basically saying, like, you guys are really going to hurt my bottom line here, you know, with these plastic bags. And there's a lot of people there that were showing how they do use plastic bags for all sorts of stuff. So either way, that's marching forward that's definitely too much government news. But another thing that was on there and something else that passed was the city council passed a resolution asking the federal reserve – I'm sorry, the federal government, which is ran by the federal reserve for the most part. That's right. Calling on them to pass a bill which would require – it has eight things that it requires. The last thing says there's a prohibition on the sale of eggs and egg products nationwide that don't meet these requirements then goes out to outline seven requirements. Most of them deal with a moratorium on the new construction of barren battery cages, which are these real small cages that they keep chickens in, real confined. Seems like some pretty cruel stuff, right? But you go scroll down number 4, which, again, if you don't do all seven things, they want to ban you from selling eggs, even if it's to your neighbor. They want to require the labeling of all egg cartons to inform consumers of the methods used to produce the eggs. And, of course, this is an old trick that a lot of the larger firms in any field, in any line of work, product, service, goods, they try to bring on all sorts of different red tape and all sorts of new accounting procedures and all sorts of new regulations, because they are aware that with the big budget they have, that they'll be able to pay extra accountants to deal with all the new books, whereas the local mom-and-pop shop, like myself, don't have the time to do a lot of things, let alone fill out paperwork for the federal government. Uh, So, this is going to hurt small farms, not to mention, Rink, what do you think about the constitutionality of the federal government requiring a local farmer who doesn't cross state lines with his eggs, which might not even be what we're going to chat about here in a sec. But what do you think about the constitutionality of them regulating my egg sales?
3: Well, obviously, the uh, FDA is constitutional. It's in uh, amendment... um, uh, Oh, wait, sorry. It's (laughs) not... So, you know, yeah, I mean, national food, you know, legislation from the federal government, like, in general... Is you can pretty much assume it's not going to be constitutional, mm-hmm. and the only place it then maybe even enters into constitutionality has to do with commerce clause. Mm-hmm. Basically, um, you know these are state level issues if they're going to be anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's completely crazy for that to happen, and of course you know that doesn't really ever stop anything from happening. I mean they they ever since. Good old Roscoe Philburn, back during the Depression, was said, you know, he couldn't grow his own wheat to consume for himself and his family. Ever since then, the federal government's been finding ways to prevent you from growing your own food and consuming it or selling it to your neighbor or trading it to your neighbor. Yeah. So, this is no, no surprise, nothing new. And again, like you said, the labeling and the red tape is designed to benefit the large companies, to uh, unfairly penalize the local. And, yeah. you know, individuals who want to engage in this.
2: Yeah. And they always I mean, they always try to standardize and have uniform practices for everybody. You know, this is obviously intended for a couple of egg producers that were cruel uh, and that treated the eggs really poorly. So, you know, it comes down to a question of tactics, the libertarian tactic and the, the radical, consistent lefty tactic. You know, there's all these different consumer rights groups and animal rights groups. If you want to make change. We encourage you not to go to the government who backs everything up by force. And if you want a demonstration of that, you can ask Raw Some Foods out in LA, California, what happens whenever you don't obey the FDA. They recently got raided again for selling uh, raw milk and all sorts of foods that were not approved by the FDA. And they raided the police, came in with guns drawn, folks. So it seems like something, oh, it's just a little red tape and a little regulation. But when you don't obey government, always, you know, government, don't forget about the gun in the room because that's what government bases all of its legitimacy on that's going to happen they're trying to bring that upon us rather than do the right thing which is boycott these chicken producers and make everyone aware that how they're producing it to get people to stop buying
3: and and the other interesting thing is is when you start looking at some of these regulations like these small chicken coops or whatever that they say you can't build well who was building those to begin with like this is about the corporatization of farming Mm -hmm, so what happens is is you have these these corporate industrial farming scenarios that are totally unhealthy that produce really weird strange things you know they jack them up with all these drugs the Mm -hmm. corporate farming does all of this stuff and then it brings legislation and repercussions that are then blanketed across all of the people who never did anything wrong to begin with which was mm-hmm. the small farmer who's generally very uh, in tu- in tune with with the farm they're yeah. trying to do things and in a the the sustainable way exactly like, so uh, it's it's nuts
2: yeah we sell we sell our eggs and the consumers that we sell them to are our friends and if they want to come check out the living conditions of the chickens they by all means are free to do that and they they don't require me to put something on the label. I called the city council offices and spoke with uh, this guy, uh, Matt, I believe, in, in Council Member Martinez's office. and I'm sorry, Council Member Riley's office here in the city of Austin. And he was like, oh, well, you know, I think people would appreciate having the labels on there. And I told him, I don't care what you think. And I don't care what Council Member Riley thinks. And I don't care what the FDA thinks. I am concerned with what my customers think. Nothing else matters to me. And if they're okay with buying eggs for me because they trust my judgment and they have seen my egg growing operation or my chicken. Keeping operation, then why need a label it's absolutely ridiculous this all comes on the uh, on the helm of the city council refusing to pass a resolution calling on the federal government to prove to them that the body scanners are safe and they said it they don't want to do symbolic resolutions there's no power behind this so basically what it boils down to is they care more about protecting chicken than they do protecting austenides from uh, the body scanners and the enhanced pat downs. So, boo for you, City of Austin. Yeah, and, that makes sense. And it's the City of Austin calling for this federal legislation. So, it's going to affect every single person in this country. It's definitely something to watch. Food freedom is a definitely really important issue. And it's something that we're covering here on the show. And we're encouraging people to just go ahead and grow your own gardens, grow eggs, grow your own food, opt out of the system. And I would encourage people to do the same. Again, capitalcoinandbullion.com with an A. Start trading in silver. Start uh, eliminating the dependency on the use of the dollar because that thing's going down and it's going down fast. So, we 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 can insulate ourselves from a nasty economy that robs money from you to go kill people overseas and all sorts of that good stuff. What do you think, Rink?
3: Well, you know, I think that uh, what we got to do, John, is we got to live free and we got to live free now because you heard Pasha Roberts, 2019 ain't looking good. (laughs) I mean, it's a cartoon. But it's sounding like a documentary now. Oh, yeah. When we look at what's happening in this world, so we've got to protect ourselves, protect our families. We got to engage in community. Yeah, and uh, we got to do things that means we don't depend on the man.